Morning Majlis, talking the stories that are shaping headlines. This is Pulse95. You know, we just heard a great conversation that Abdul Karim had with Abir Alamiri, being the head of partnerships at Shira, about the importance of startups being sustainable. And, of, and a lot of it was addressed yesterday at right. that event uh, at COP28, of course. But it doesn't just stop with startups, or it doesn't just start with startups. It also continues to students and the, and the, the importance, youth. the youth, you right. know, making sure that they not only understand what the word of sustainability means but they respect it and they want to continue it and we yeah. know that at the forefront of that is American University of Sharjah that's uh, true we had yesterday a r- I mean last week a really great conversation with the acting head of sustainability Julia Harlow who really summarized it perfectly absolutely I mean the American University of Sharjah they actually co-hosted the global conference of youth or COI 18 on the 26th until the 28th of November as we were all waiting for COP28 to emerge and and, and come to life. Uh, COI 18 happens to be uh, the largest youth conference on UN climate processes and equips young individuals for COP28 participation. It amplified youth voices in shaping UN FCCC policies and contributed to climate negotiations via an official youth policy paper. So it was the primary assembly for Yongo members, the young um, constituents or the youth constituency of UN. Uh, FCCC and the AUS student leadership team uh, co-hosting they co-hosted actually COI 18 uh, and they comprised of many representatives from AUS in fact and they've also had uh, the volunteers as well and it was a successful event let me just tell you that and co-hosting and participating in COI 18 really held great significance because it provided a platform for those youth to shape international climate policies and foster inclusivity and diversity in climate action but we talked a lot about that with mm-hmm. Julia yeah. last week and also yesterday Abdikarim you also caught up with her and you probably had a similar conversation as well yeah we, we we focused a little bit on what AUS is doing at COP28 so every day they're doing some kind of a panel discussion so yesterday Julia Carlo the acting head of AUS sustainability was at the higher education's path to net zero panel where they were navigating GHG emission opportunity measurement opportunities and challenges and we also discussed UACA uh, now UACA is the Alliance of Climate Action uh, and uh, the UAE Alliance of Climate Action organized uh, by uh, the the worldwide uh, uh, the, the WWF in fact and um, the Emirates Wildlife Society uh, so really interesting topics were discussed uh, so I spoke to Julia Carlo a little bit about uh, the UACA Alliance and how AUS being one being the first university to be part of the alliance have been able to encourage other campuses to join because when we talk about net zero targets you always assume that to be factories or industrial sector uh, or uh, power plants but how does a university get involved how is a university given that task of fighting uh, climate change um, and this is our conversation that we had uh, during the or on the sidelines of or right after her panel discussion and this is what Julia Carlo had to say at the COP28. Julia thank you for joining us now you just took part in the panel discussion to celebrate UACA's first year anniversary here in the UAE um, can you talk to us about the the alliance because we all talk about 
what are the outcomes of COP? Now, this is an outcome of COP27. Um, how are we looking forward to the first year celebrations and what's the big message here? Yeah, so like you said, um, UACA was founded exactly a year ago today at COP27 in Egypt. And it really aims to bring all non-state actors in the UAE together to work towards the net zero commitment of the UAE. So it's um, representatives from higher education, the private sector, government, agencies, really everyone working together um, in reducing their greenhouse gas emissions. And AUS has been one year now since you were one of the first universities to sign up for it. Um, can you talk to us about the year so far, the legacy that you've, you, know, you would like to leave behind as well? So we actually um, committed um, on our climate action plan before we joined UACA. So we were in a very good position to join UACA um, when it was founded. So we really, as a leader in campus decarbonization, hope to inspire other universities in the UAE to also join UACA and be part of the movement. We can learn from each other. We can. This is a big task to decarbonize. Um, we need to work together. And we are happily sharing, we actually we worked on a case study with UACA on our challenges faced in measuring our greenhouse gas emissions and how we overcame those challenges. And this case study is made available publicly. And also we're sharing our greenhouse gas emission study on our website. We really want other people to learn from our experience. And uh, what's a big message for from you in the AUS's perspective? Because you know a lot of people listening to us will be thinking, how do universities have a role to play in greenhouse gas emissions? Uh, and how do you reduce it uh, as a university? So first of all, I think universities have an important role to lead societal change and really convene different sectors together because we are not for profit. We Education is our goal. So it all starts with education and research. And then we have to do the work ourselves as well as an institution, right? We can't just talk about how to reduce emissions and how to be active in climate change, but we also need to do the work. And this is where Iwaka is helping us tremendously answer those questions. Like, what does it mean to decarbonize a campus? How do we get an accurate picture of our greenhouse gas emissions? And what can we do to lower our greenhouse gas emissions? And um, you know, you've got a couple of events and uh, sessions that you're taking part in. Can you talk to us about your plans at COP28? Yeah, so actually today was a very busy day. I had an event earlier today about campus decarbonization in the Greening Education Hub of the Ministry of Education here in the UAE, which is located in the Green Zone. Um, it's an amazing space, really focusing on the different pillars of the Greening Education Partnership that the Ministry of Education embarked on together with UNESCO. And we're looking at different pillars, um, green schools, so campus decarbonization is one of the pillars, greening capacities, how do we train the educators in the education system to be good educators for climate action. Then um, greening communities, how do educational institutions have an impact beyond their boundaries and really impact the wider society and educate them. Encourage everyone to visit the Greening Education Hub and um, experience for themselves. There's a lot of sessions, they're all free of charge. Um, there's a lot to see, also for children. So there's a lot of school groups coming to visit as well. Brilliant, thank you. Thank you very much for joining us, Julian. All the very best with your participation here. Thank you so much. So yeah, they're based at the Greening Education Hub. It's located in the Green Zone, running from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's a great place to to learn more about the uh, the the faculties and the the courses and offer by AUS. And uh, today, in fact, if you're going over to COP28, you can get a chance to take part in the Youth for Sustainability Innovate for Climate Jury Panel. Dr. Narita Ahmed, who is the Professor of Information Systems and Business Analytics 
Analytics will be uh, taking part in that discussion from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. at the Mustard Pavilion in the Green Zone. So lots to look forward to in terms of um, uh, these uh, these panel discussions and workshops that they'll be organizing. Overall, there's going to be a, a fun-filled atmosphere if you go over to COP28. No, absolutely. And, and inviting all students as well. You know, I find what AUS are doing to be so important not only are they being sustainable on their campus with their initiatives already in place but they're being sustainable for tomorrow by really training and educating their students on the importance of sustainability really incredible work from the american university of Sharjah. let's listen to the business news headlines and then we'll be back after some musical entertainment as well